0: What I see in nature is a magnificent structure that we can comprehend only very imperfectly, and that must fill a thinking person with a feeling of humility. This is a genuinely religious feeling. From Albert Einstein, 1879 to 1955. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature, and breaking down the wall between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for August 26th to September 2nd, 2016. We're coming up on the new harvest moon. Here's some natural events for this quarter moon. Back in 1992, your commentator was carrying around a seed pod that sprouted and grew into The Awanaja Almanac, and that seed pod was Thomas Paine's Age of Reason, the book that got him thrown out of the pantheon of the Founding Fathers. The word of God, wrote Paine, is the creation we behold, and it is in this word, which no human invention can counterfeit or alter, that God speaks universally to humankind. There is very little record of whether Paine tramped the woods and fields or sailed or paddled the waters in those stirring times of the birth of our nation but few have declared this truth more clearly in the two centuries since Paine had no patience with and reserved his sharpest attacks for a priestly religion which was and still is devoted to the fear of death and the pernicious fiction of individual salvation. Payne's book is a wild and unforgettable adventure and I highly recommend it to those who but love both nature and spirit. Since then many others have followed him by speaking reverently of nature without invoking the name of any particular deity or savior, though many were deeply spiritual. Think for example of Emerson, Thoreau, Burroughs, Muir, Alder Leopold, Rachel Carson, Annie Dillard, Bill McKibben, many of whom, by the way, were not in the least afraid of church. Since 1992, this almanac has been gauged in an earnest endeavor to bring science and spirituality, nature and nature's God, together in an amiable, peaceful, and even laughing embrace. For whatever success we have thus far enjoyed in that endeavor, we are indebted to you who have read or heard these words week after week and year after year for the past 24 years. Here's a rank opinion. We're living in an age of extremism all around. On the right, extreme Christians predict the rapture and tribulation and the world coming to an end with a bang. On the left, Extreme environmentalists foresee the collapse of ecosystems, the end of nature, and all life coming to an end, not with a bang, but with a whimper. The strangest thing is that these two widely diverging views, though different in details, are very similar in essentials. Both parties are anxious, can't feel at home in this world anymore. Both feel the world is coming to an end because of human wrongdoing, but other humans, and yet they cannot gather peacefully in the same room, let alone talk about their agreements or plan together how to prevent or prepare for the disaster they both predict. Of course, the end of the world has been predicted by fearful extremists for ages, Yet for just as long, there have been more moderate voices to center us, although Leopold was a forester and a founder of modern ecology. In Sand County Almanac in 1948, he called for a land ethic, which, in his words, changes the role of Homo sapiens from conqueror of the land community to plain member and citizen of it. It implies respect for his fellow members and also respect for the living community as such. In your commentator's view, the ecological land ethic is not fundamentally different from the ancient biblical ethic of the good shepherd or the good tenant of the vineyard. They are all pronouncing that we are in this together with one big vineyard for us all to cultivate. Dominion means not mastery, not domination, but caretaking. It's laying down our lives not just for ourselves or our species, but for all of life. It means returning to the center. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first one from uh, the American author Louise Erdrich, All through my life, I never did believe in human measurement. Numbers, time, inches, feet, all are just ploys for cutting nature down to size. I know the grand scheme of the world is beyond our brains to fathom, so I don't try. Just let it in. And from John Burroughs, 1837 to 1921, Nature teaches more than she preaches. There are no sermons in stones. It's easier to get a spark out of a stone than a moral. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.